Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Good evening, After Buzzers. We are here at the After Buzz TV studios discussing everything American Horror Story Season 5 Hotel. I am your host for the evening, David Skithlady, joined as always by the lovely and talented Sarah Huggins, Hello. Elena Jordan, Hi. and Pegarad. Welcome, you guys. We're talking tonight, Season 5, Episode 4, titled Devil's Night. What Initial a thoughts? Devilish night it was. I really liked it. Mm, I feel like it could have been a little bit more devilly. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Right? I liked no. it. I mean, I the enjoyed Halloween the Halloween episode of any show is always my favorite. So yes. American Horror Story especially has to up their game for the Halloween episode. And I think they did a really good job. Yeah. This one's been pretty tame compared to the ones from previous seasons, though, I, in my opinion. Yeah. This did seem like a little bit more of a, a bridge episode. Yes. Not totally. saying that it wasn't a bad episode, but it was more of a stepping stone to what may happen in the future. Correct. I don't know why it reminded me of Freak Show's Halloween episode, because it was, it was like a group coming together, because Mordrake would bring together right. yeah. people, and they you know would come to take the singer or whoever it was that night. I don't know. It just reminded me of that a little bit. Yeah, the gathering the to gathering. celebrate their version of Halloween. Yeah, I forgot about that. Me too. Mm. Totally right. <laughs> 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 but overall, it was a it was a fun episode. We got to see a lot of familiar faces, and mm-hmm. we got to see a lot of hear a lot of familiar names, um, which Sarah loved. I do. I love the old serial killer. You know a lot about them. You do I know do. a lot about them. I we'll do. pick your brain in a little bit. I do know a lot about them. I didn't know the one existed, though. The um, Which one? Well, you were the one who wrote his name down. The, the wine Wineville. Tree? The Wineville. Oh, yeah, Wineville. Wineville Chicken Coop. Even though it had it as 1925 on the show, and it was actually August of 1926 that he committed all the murders, and then they found out about it in 28, so... I got the timeline a little... Well, let's jump into that, because we, we started with with Miss Evers um, cleaning the sheets in a roundabout way, and we get to see a little bit of her backstory and how she lost her son, which was very Sad. touching and very disturbing, mm-hmm. and and 
a really sad story. It's yeah. weird because up until this point, we've seen everybody else's personal death story and mm-hmm. how they've died and why they're in the hotel. This is the first time that we don't really get any, any information of how the character died. We just get the, well, the we backstory. Well, we know how she died. Yeah, but it's you know, we've gotten kind of what has led to that point. This is the first time that we've seen a parallel directly right. with John, where it's she lost mm-hmm. a child, mm-hmm. and so she she even said, you know, I've known for a long time we were kindred spirits in the creepiest way possible while cleaning blood off of sheets that <laughs> he was way too nonchalant about. Right. He, like, didn't even know. He was like, what's going on? And she's like, oh, it happens. And he's like, cool. I lost my son so, yeah. on Halloween, so I get distracted. And he's just like, oh, okay, then I'll just totally let it go that you're sitting in a bathtub of blood with, you know. It was very do, You're a detective, man. Like, yeah. do some very investigating. Odd. He's kind of a dummy cop at this point. <laughs> I mean, yeah. is he really a cop at this point? That's true. I mean... It's hard to say. I mean, do you think it was this was showing us this sort of storyline with Miss Evers and showing how she lost her son and how it parallels how he lost his son in this sort of way, in a roundabout way? Is it a device to show us, the viewers, that he's sort of losing his grip on reality like she sort of does? Yes. And to take him away from his quote-unquote humanity? A hundred percent, yes, because I feel like the rest of the evidence in the episode backs that up. The rest of what happens to him in the episode backs that theory up. Evidence, evidence, evidence. Evidence, Until it doesn't support your narrative, then it's an illusion. Right. (laughs) That was a quote. Yes, right. It's a really good memory you have. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Well, anytime Evan Peters speaks, I pay attention. So that's the only time. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you tell us about a little bit about the the wine, the chicken coop wineville murders what you found out about yeah. them because I'd love to hear more about that yeah it's pretty messed up it was uh, this guy was looking after his nephew who was 15 um, and so Sanford Clark was his name mm-hmm. the actual murderer is Gordon Northcott is okay. his name but it was he was supposed to be looking after his nephew and instead sexually assaulted and beat him. And then the nephew ended up saying to his sister later on was how this guy got caught was that he felt unsafe because he had committed all these murders. And she was like, oh, there's no way that that's true. And then came to visit and saw some of the evidence. But they ended up, they did kind of a reference to how they never found all of the bodies mm-hmm. um, because... He knew that the cops were coming for him, so a couple weeks before they got to his farm, he dug up all the bodies and took them out to the desert to burn them. So they only found partial, like a piece of a finger, like hair fragments and a bloody axe and bloody sheets. So that was kind of the reference that they had tying it into this story, was that they didn't fully find all the bodies, even though they actually did know how many people were killed and their names. It was four. Yeah, the movie Changeling oh. with Angelina Jolie yeah. was based off of San- Sanford, is it? The yes. Killer? Yeah, yes. Sanford. Which was um, really interesting, too, that they make the whole point that when March is talking about the serial killers, and he's like, they make movies for you, and, mm-hmm. you know, just like the Iliad, your story is going to live on, and... Mm-hmm. You know, you go back and you look at these, and they do have movies for every single one every of every single one of them, of, yeah. and several in two thousand and five. Yeah, that was like serial killer year. Apparently. Really <laughs> big serial. So killer. yeah, because we got uh, Changeling and also Monster, um, Monster. Monster with Charlize Theron, which 
I gotta say, Lily Rabe crushed it she on. Great. Okay, let's talk about the serial killers and Devil's Night, and and we're on our way there anyway. So we have this Devil's Night, which happens, I guess, yearly, annually. Right. Um, still, don't know if it's only for one night or for several nights. It's well, it's one October thirtieth. Well, hence, cool. Yeah, Devil's Night. Thanks. <laughs> no problem. Just, uh, Thank you for clearing that up. Um, I wasn't clearly not paying attention. And technically, uh, Richard Ramirez was the first guest to check in. Mm-hmm. Yes, Richard mm-hmm. Ramirez was the first guest to check in. And he got him presents, those, that poor little couple from Arizona. Well, he takes care of his guests. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part was when he said he did not need a key because Richard Ramirez was famously known to sneak in windows to mm-hmm. kill his victims. So that's how he did these people as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> Night Stalker. Yeah. Night Stalker. Walk-in killer. <laughs> what was the other one? It was the Valley Intruder. Mm-hmm. The, Valley. the Valley Intruder. Yeah, yeah the Valley Intruder. Yeah. And he killed 13 people. Yeah. Yes. And robbed a bunch of people. Mm, fun fact, my aunts were living in a house together in the Valley when this was all going on. It was the 80s. And he, one of his victims was killed a block away from where they that lived. That is so scary. I it is move. the scariest thing. My aunt kind of not loves it, but she she's into that kind of stuff. So it, she, yeah, she read like a million books. Oh my gosh! Stuff, so, so we had yeah. Richard Ramirez. Mm-hmm. Yes, we had John Wayne Gacy, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Dahmer, the Zodiac Killer, Eileen Warnos. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that was it, right? Well, and Mr. March. And Mr. March. And then John. Why was John invited? Because he's a killer. That's, I think he must be, I think it's trying to make us think he's the Ten Commandments killer and that he's gone off his rocker. I think think it's a twist. I think that is the direction that they're Mm -hmm. trying to push us into thinking now. As we figure out like why why and how the Devil's Night happens, because all as we know, all these people are dead. They talk about Manson wanting to <laughs> to be there, but he's still alive, right? Um, and how he can't join them until he's passed. And he they all talk about their stories about how they met March, except for the Zodiac Killer, right? I think he. That one was sort mm-hmm. of well because over. they don't know. I mean, we talked about this. They don't. We know. did talk about that. Yeah, they don't know exactly who the Zodiac killer. But they didn't. Was, we didn't get sure. to hear how the Zodiac met Mr. March. Right. We heard right. Gacy. We heard Dahmer. We heard Ramirez, mm-hmm. and we heard mm-hmm. Eileen. How they all met Mr. March, and how he sort of mentored them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And had they listened to him properly, they could have. 333 bodies. Right. <laughs> they could have succeeded more because they all sort of seem to have taken bits and pieces of, of his advice and not followed through with everything that he was telling them. Mm-hmm. Unlike him self who ended his own life and from what we know so far was turned in by someone. Wasn't necessarily caught but he got turned in. Right. I think it was interesting, too, that they portrayed Ramirez not how he looked when he died in 2013, but how he looked when he was actually killing. Right. Mm. Yeah. And so they had him look like he did 20 years prior. Well, they did the same thing with Gacy. I mean, I think that's... Yeah. It's because of that's how people uh, kind of the audience's recollection yeah. of yeah. these people and what right. they sort of look like, I think. But I almost wonder if that has, you know, some sort of significance as well, is that that is the mm. prime time that they were... Because they have the whole life and death 
paradox throughout right. every episode, but that was when they were most alive, is when they were taking lives. Mm-hmm. So I almost wonder if that's, you know, when they die, that's how they're represented, is the height of life for them, which was, ironically, when they were causing death. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm reading too much into yeah. it. I don't know. I don't know. So that's an interesting point. Which almost makes you wonder, is John dead? And how long, you know, because... Oh. Maybe he killed himself after losing Holden, and then he's been living in this faux world and has been trapped. Because you can't tell what's real and what's not. So he doesn't know he's dead, you're saying? Very Bruce Very Willis. Bruce. <laughs> Sixth Sense <I> <laughs> style. Spoiler. Spoiler. Uh, yeah, spoiler. If you haven't seen Sixth Sense. Get with it. It's been, what, 12 years? No one's I'm fault but saying. your own. <laughs> I don't think he's dead, though, because Alex can still... Uh, He's very much at the house with her, like, not in this episode, but has been. I mean, I know they can leave the hotel, but I don't feel like there's enough evidence to me to support him being dead. And it seems like the serial killers that we got to see tonight um, are only alive in the hotel for that night. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. They don't exist outside of the hotel Mm -hmm. for the rest of the year. Right. Right. And he also experiences pain and we see them get shot and you know right. there's no and he's interacting with like other people like yeah, yeah. like the detectives at the police station I mean he can't be dead yet, yet. you're right yeah. okay okay doesn't mean that he isn't going to die I don't think but not yet right yeah. only four episodes in right I mean you never know with this show yeah but I do think they are either they're setting us up to believe he's the Ten Commandments killer and they're just doing that as like kind of a device to distract us or he really is. Like, I, but I feel like a lot of the evidence supports the fact that he is. The Ten Commandments. Wait, killer. I want to hear yeah. more. So what? Okay, what evidence? Okay, so um, I actually got on Reddit and I looked up all this stuff. So I have all these notes about it. But um, one of the things is that Holden is scared of him, but no one else. I mean, his mom. It makes sense, but Scarlet, you're totally fine with. He he runs from John every time he sees him. Scared to death. Um, but is that? Here's my question for yeah. you. He does run away from John every time he sees him. But does that mean he's scared of him? I don't know. I mean, he also does have that disconnect with him. I mean, he's the one. He's the reason why he yeah. got taken by the Countess. Um, but I'm trying to think of what else is like the most compelling stuff. Um, I mean, why? Why would he be invited to the greatest? Killer dinner of all time. Well, he, he, Mr. March does say something about that, which supports the the killer. It does sort of support that, but he also does says not yet. He's not one of us yet, right? Which he says that he has the potential to become like us, but he Mm -hmm. isn't like one of us yet. What did he say? Something like he's not as dark or evil yet. Mm -hmm. Something like that. But we saw last week, too, so, Sally made mention of the Ten Commandments killer when she right. was talking about Inadvertently, her though. being a junkie. Mm-hmm. Right. Was she said, you know, it's and that was almost directed at him and mm-hmm. seemed like mm-hmm. a sideways jab. This is what he said. He said, I thought you would appreciate this kind of work. Right. Which, but that could also be because mm. he's a detective who and studies oh. murder. Right. Why? I mean, and so these great, er, you know, <laughs> these well-known serial killers that didn't get caught for a long amount of these were huge. Why would cases. he appreciate that though? I mean, that, there's like, two sides to every coin. Yeah, 
I'm, just to like play devil's yeah, advocate, yes, course. he could appreciate it because he is like them and he has like a hankering to kill people. But right. yes, he could also appreciate it just because these uh, looking into these particular types of murders or these particular types of people mm-hmm. could help him in his line of work trying to catch somebody else. Agreed. Agreed. Gotcha. I do feel like just by the way he seems to be going crazy and just the way he's behaving, it seems like he's he's losing it. I mean, he is sort of... He was sort of tonight falling yeah, down the rabbit drink. hole. Yeah, what yeah. does he say before he drinks? Control is an illusion and I'm giving illusion. up that illusion. They have a lot of references to illusions mm-hmm. in this episode, too. So is that evidence is just an illusion. Surrender Control is illusion. an illusion. Maybe who he is is an illusion. Right. Being the cop. We all have those, you know, facades facade. that we present yeah. to the world and then the person that we truly are. True. That we keep to ourselves. So what is his... What's Thing. the illusion that he's trying to drop? Hmm. Hmm. Well, well because he does have this tendency to want to control every aspect of everything and mm-hmm. we've seen the more he tries to control situations the more that they get away from him so I think now we're finally seeing he hasn't been able to figure out these big mysteries because he's been so stuck in his box of here are the processes of finding evidence and solving the case and so it's almost like the serial killers are saying, you know, think outside the box. We all have this weird, unique perspective. You have to get inside the minds of these people. Like March even says when he was talking about um, Dahmer, and he's like, I didn't think you would take it literally when, right. you know, with the drill. But it's almost like mm-hmm. these references to him think like a killer in order to find the killer. Mm-hmm. Think like whoever took your son to find that you know they it just has kind of the aspect of think more like us because you have that capability right i think of it more as he just he doesn't realize he's so out of it that he doesn't realize he's doing these killings right yeah yeah you know what i mean and uh, eventually i don't know i, I mean, mean i see it i see yeah. both sides that's I don't the know. problem guys yeah. they're such intricate killings they're so mm-hmm. meticulously done with these like references and the nails going through exact you know mm-hmm. it's hard for me to believe that he's out of it and doing such amazing work but a lot of people black <laughs> yeah. i mean a lot of people say i mean not a lot of people like a lot of people i know but people do black out and not remember things like he could be choosing to I mean, he has like been suppressing things. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe Isn't, not. I mean, he does seem to... Not be with it. Not be all there. Um, but when he is on the murder sites, he does seem to pick up on things a lot quicker than other people mm-hmm. are picking up on things. Right. And that was one of the things in the Reddit post that I read. He has these long speeches at every murder... Scene right. Where, you know, he knows an awfully lot about him. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, he knew that the when we saw the first murder, that he was going to have been pumped full of um, right. erectile mm-hmm. dysfunction medication. Right. He came up with motives pretty immediate. Right. Yeah. Which was a lot, in a lot of descriptors that were very... You know, Telling which you so either he's just a super perceptive, awesome detective, or he's doing the murders. Oh, he's a murderer. Either or, yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah, Sarah's I'm on saying board he's, a he's a murderer. murderer. <laughs> I'm totally on the murderer side, but 
I don't know. Think what you want. Well, what makes you think that he's not the murderer, Rebecca? I just feel like it's too easy of a thing for us to guess. Because they're setting but it I up don't so much. Think, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily, this season's not really, there's a lot we can still guess about. And yeah. that can be a definite. Right. I don't, that's one thing about American Horror Story for pretty much all the seasons, is that they pick weird central dramatic questions. Like the big CDQ that they're trying to answer is, who is the Ten Commandments killer? Mm-hmm. That's the part that I care least about this right. season. And I feel like Coven, it was, who's going to be the Supreme? And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't care. You know, and the whole alien plot line in yeah. um, Asylum, there, and oh, are there really aliens? I was like, I don't care about that. It's I want them to get more to the meat of what's happening with all the other characters. Right. So I'm glad that they're not focusing so much attention on the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Because the first episode, it seemed like that was going to be the driving thing mm-hmm. for the whole season. And I was like, this, I care more about all the other stuff. So... Mm-hmm. This was a cool way to introduce it, but also not have it so hitting you over the head with the idea right. that he is the killer. I don't know. Yes. I thought it was no, well I'm with done, you. But... I'm with you. I'm with you. I just, I hope it's not one of those storylines, because they also tend to do this a lot in American Horror Story, where they introduce storylines and then they abandon them and <laughs> never mm-hmm. answer the questions that they have proposed to you. So I hope it's not like one of those storylines that they let like dribble off into the nowhere. That he just remains kind of crazy and in this little alternative universe and we don't ever find out. Because it's been a while. I mean, I know we're only at four episodes in, (laughs) but it has been a while since we've seen a new murder. Mm -hmm. Right. There was a threat of another murder. Yeah. But there still hasn't been one yet. True. A Ten Commandments one. Right. Right. That's, That's probably because yeah, yeah. John's busy yeah. at the dinner. John's busy at the dinner, and <laughs> he's, you know, on absinthe and whatnot. I mean, all signs are pointing towards him. I mean, I guess it's one of those things that we're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah. Well, right? he clearly has no grasp on what's real and what's not, because we have Sally show up in this one saying, no one's here, no one's here, none of this happened, and then pan over to the dinner still happening. Right. It was weird, because when that happened, I was like, well, did it? But we saw her pick up the guy. Or not. Yeah. But we saw her pick up the guy. But is it again one of those things? Is it another red herring that they're showing to us as the viewer to just mm-hmm. confuse us? Right. Ryan Murphy know. is so good about putting you in the same mental perspective right. as the characters. <laughs> totally. Where if the character is super confused, then you're also like, I don't know yeah. what's real <laughs> and what's not. I, I'm with you, John. Oh, I feel for him. <laughs> I feel like though this week he was. I feel like it's a good time to jump over to it anyways. Uh, and I feel like this week he wasn't really... We weren't up in the air about what was going on with the Countess and Alex. No. And that was very clear, mm-hmm. which I really liked. I, If that had been at all confusing, I think it would have just... It would have been a bit too a much. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Oh so I like that he had the confusing based on, like, we knew exactly what was happening with those guys. Yeah. You know? Holden. Can we... Can we yeah, let's about? jump yes. into talking about Holden and Alex the and... dog... Oh, so I knew he was going to go for Alex something like that. somehow gets Holden home after embracing him at the end of last week's episode and gets him back to her house. She, I like, guess she just like, picked him up and he was like... He is the cutest little boy, by the way. <laughs> I can't even handle him. I mean, he's adorable. Anyways, I, I do think it's ironic that his name is Holden when she lost him and couldn't hold, hold on That's to him. hilarious. <laughs> That's what I think that. every Same. time is I'm like, oh. 
But I thought for a brief <laughs> moment he was going to. Interesting. When he said he was thirsty, I got real scared. That he was going to bite Mama? Yeah. I thought so for a second. The sound design on the show is so good oh, because it'll be so like good. one line and then just this crescendo. You're like, it's about to go down. Something's going to happen. What is it? Yeah. Um, oh, I just lost my thought. <laughs> <laughs> you had a real issue with the juice situation, David. I did have a real issue with the juice situation. <laughs> I get like she, you haven't seen your... There, there were a lot of questions I needed answered, okay? Okay, what? She hasn't seen her son in, what, 2010? It's been five years. And she's so happy to see him that she picks him up from the hotel, whatever they're embracing. <laughs> she just, like, throws him in the back of her car, drives him back to the house. And she's like, you're home, honey, you're home, honey. They're looking at pictures. She sees that he looks exactly the same. She's not questioning why he hasn't aged mm-hmm. one bit. She doesn't ask him, oh, why haven't you aged in the past five years? <laughs> Nothing. But I don't think you're thinking with, like, a right... She's thinking with yeah. a right mind at that point. She's just well, happy no. to see She's him. like, okay, well, let me give you a little checkup. I mean, he's yeah. 75.5 degrees. She's like, you don't feel cold. 20 and he's degrees like, yeah. lower. Yeah. Than the, she your doesn't body seem that alarmed either. She's just like, okay, she's like, like, a little cool. cold. You need well, some juice? something's up, because she goes to the kitchen and just cries, so... But I think a lot of that, to me, was just the emotion of being yeah. with him again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we see constantly that they have emotion trump logic. Right. And so that was a really kind of key point, seeing that very overtly, where there are obviously all these signs that something is wrong. And she's just clearly wrong. And she's like, I'll get you some juice. The question is apple or orange? My problem with the juice was (laughs) is that she she couldn't pour the orange juice into the cup, which I get, you're flustered, whatever. Then she gets another cup and pours the apple juice to the top. <laughs> Doesn't put any more juice in the orange juice. What if he wanted orange juice? I thought she was going to do some kind of mix, like that was his favorite thing or something Aww. like that. Apple Aww. and OJ? I don't know. I thought. That's disgusting. <laughs> but instead it was the opposite. She was right. just like, I haven't seen you in a while. I don't know what juice you like. So I got you a little bit of orange and a whole lot of apple. <laughs> Hope you like apple. Oh, thank God. I, it was either orange or blood. So thank God we you only had a little bit of orange juice left. I spilled most of it on the counter. (laughs) Um, I think the reason why he doesn't bite his mom, um, Alex, is because he still recognizes her as his mother. Because he says, I need my mom. And she goes, I'm here. And he goes, no, my other Other mom. Mommy, Mm -hmm. Mommy, actually. Whatever. (laughs) Semantics. Other mommy. (laughs) Creepy. We found out what that was about. Right. So she takes, they go back to the hotel and Yes, he wasn't feeling well, probably because he fed on an animal. But we don't ever see him get help from her. He just gets in the coffin. Yeah, that's true. Which is so bizarre. You're watching your son crawl into this little coffin, and you're just like, "Okay, I'm just gonna watch." Like, I mean, she's in a doing? state of like shock, definitely. Oh. Yeah, definitely in a state of shock, and she gets to get some answers, as do we, as the viewers, which mm-hmm. I thought was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um. Why she has the kids. Mm-hmm. We needed exposition. We did. The way totally. that they had it, and we needed it to not be cheesy. So they did, they did a really good job. They did a really yes. good job. That scene where the Countess gets Holden, and she's walking on the beach, and with that umbrella and that fierce outfit, I just couldn't. That was amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine just being at the beach the day that oh, yeah. Lady Gaga walks by, looking In like that a goddess just down the beach? Yeah. Just hold on real quick. A goth just- goddess? <laughs> 
Yes. Really good. Yeah. I'm with you. So good. I'm with you. Um, but we find we get to find out why she has the kids. Yeah. Uh, she said that she was saving them. Yeah. From neglect. From yeah. neglect. That's right. I don't know where I wrote it down. Um, not important. Uh, but not Alex's neglect. Not John's. Well, well she, for Holden, in Holden's case, she says no. to Alex, Alex says, I didn't neglect my son. Mm-hmm. And she said, that's what you said about your husband. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, Saying I you thought have she said, been. I thought she said, can you say that about your husband? No. No, she's saying you neglected your husband oh. and you didn't even realize it. And you've only now had the mirror held up. Gotcha. So here's another mirror. This is how you were treating your child, even though he's the love of your life. Right. Right. You were in many ways neglecting him. Correct. And basically turning it where she's saying her worst fear, which is you lost your child and it was your fault. Right. Instead Oof. of saying, I took your child, it was, I saved him from you, Yeesh. which is just about the cruelest thing you can say to somebody yeah. after you've already taken their kid. <laughs> <laughs> but she's given him everlasting life and vitality and... And video games and jelly quote beans. Quote, health and eternal oh, youth. But then the big curse, thing is blessing. to yes. Alex saying... You can rejoin him, basically, if you pledge to be my servant for forever. Which I wonder what that entails. Well, she said... Loyalty. You just have to work for me and your everlasting loyalty. But my question is to you, ladies here, posed with the same question that the Countess poses to Alex, would you follow through? Absolutely. Yes. Anything for my son or daughter. I mean, I don't have kids, but I can imagine I'll really love them <laughs> a lot. One day. I'm like, One I day. feel that way about my cat. So, yeah. yeah. If somebody said that about my kid, I think I totally. You wouldn't want to just live the rest of your mortal life. No. No, I wouldn't. With, with them baby. as. Well, because we've already seen that she tried to commit suicide after losing right. her child. So, in her mind, and she's cutting ties to John, and she's basically already lost her life. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, to her, she's existing, but she's not living. Right. right. So, this is now the Countess giving her a chance to actually live for the first time, even though she's actually dying. And they can do some, like, mother-son things. Yeah. They'll, like, sleep in coffins. The yeah. way that sleep next to each other in their coffins. The way that Holden looked at his mom, mm-hmm. I, I would I would die. That would that would be so painful. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would turn so that he would look at me like his real mother again mm-hmm. and be able to bond with me again. But you don't think after eternal life, let's say a century of having a, a child who never ages, a child who never grows up that needs constant care and taken care of would be more of a burden than living out the rest of your mortal life. I don't think to her. Yeah, because you're gonna you're gonna die knowing that your child is still a child and needs to mm-hmm. be looked after. Yeah, and that you're no longer the parent. Yeah, and That's especially true, because she has this super deep connection with Holden, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even more so than anyone else. And you know, she even references as that is the love of her life. And the Countess even says, I'm giving you the chance to be back with the love of your life. I would do anything for that chance. And so I think in Alex's mind, she, the years that she spent not having him, not being able to take care of him, she's now put the idea of being able to take care of him at that age forever 
at such on such a pedestal right. that that sounds like her just ideal world. Okay. No, I I'm I'm agreeing with you. I really am. I just feel like at this point for Alex, Lady Gaga is looking. Uh, I don't know why I just call her Lady Gaga. I know whatever the Countess, Countess is is looking at Alex um, as a pawn and is taking yeah. advantage of. I think so too. Of her feelings for her son, for her own gain. Yeah. Yeah, I'm but definitely. we don't quite know what that game. Which we is don't know yet. what it is yet, but. What's going to happen to Scarlett? Is she just going to be with Grandma the whole time? Like, I want her to turn, I too. I mean, hopefully. Let's just, just take... leave Scarlett with Grandma. Yeah. Scarlett has no <laughs> life chance is better. unless she just... I I'm mean, like... if, you're, if you're going anywhere with the names like Holden and Scarlett, Scarlett's the next one dead. Yeah. Or the killer, if Clue has taught us anything. It's right. Miss Scarlett yeah. with a, a wrench? candelabra in... Yeah. The parlor. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <I can't laughs> like, just stay home. Bake your banana cream pies. Your family has <laughs> yeah. gone off the rails. Just yeah. stay with Grandma. Stay I out of everything. I feel like she's not going to be staying with Grandma. No, it like segues into, like, the visit. <laughs> that movie. <laughs> yes. I when Mommy goes to pick her up, or whoever goes to pick her up going to be a little bit scary. Really. <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I thought the great thing was is that we did get to see and get to hear a lot more of the vampire lore um, for these particular vampires in the American Horror Story world. Mm-hmm. We know that you guys did a lot of work out there and you guys sent it to us, so thank you so much. We are going to get to some shout-outs later. Um, but I do want to discuss what we found mm. out. Um, and Sarah's going to do a little bit of talking about that. I am? Yeah. Well, we found out tonight... What we've just found out so far about the vampire lore. Okay. Just about our people, like, on yeah. this show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't think we need to discuss, like, um, what's already out there. I mean, we can discuss some differences, I think. Well, we know it's a virus. It's a right. blood virus. Mm-hmm. Which we found out tonight was an ancient virus. Mm-hmm. We also found out that there's no cure for it. Right. Flat out says it. So Unless she's lying. Unless she's lying, mm-hmm. but there goes my theory about any cure being available. The sunlight can be tolerated, but it zaps their vitality. Right. Um, they're obsessed with sex, but that's not really new. No. Um, they're not allowed to fall in love. <clears throat> Which I'm still confused about is if that might just be the Countess's rule. Gotcha. I think that's her rule because she's egotistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the compelling, there was a little, because um, one of the fans had said she has the power to compel, and then David and I were talking about that, and we... right. What do you guys think? Because I have a feeling that I don't know that she has the power to compel necessarily, which is something that we see in uh, Vampire Diaries has a lot of compelling. Mm -hmm. um, She, I feel like she does. True Blood, I feel like. True Blood did, yeah. Yeah. Let's think. The first scene where they go to the drive-in movie or the outdoor movie, and Mm -hmm. she just kind of looks at that girl and she's, Drawn. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if compel is, is the right her? word. I don't it's know if she has a supernatural ability to compel. I think it's almost just her presence. presence That's maybe? what I think. Yeah, it's yeah. just whether she was a human or a vampire in this sense. I think mm. it's just her ability to kind of seduce people. Right, because we haven't seen her do anything that necessarily is influencing other people's decisions. Mm-hmm. That's and, true. Well, because when Tristan's walking down the runway, that was a little bit more like he fell to his knees and was like... like he was drawn to her. Yeah. 
I don't know, maybe just like the music and the way that they played it because she was like giving him like crazy yeah. eyes. I, I don't know. We haven't know. seen clear evidence no. yet, but so that one's still on the fence, right? Uh, the only way to kill them is a stake in the heart or a silver bullet, right? Oh. That's n- I thought silver bullets were werewolves. That is more of a werewolf thing, but right. there is other. But remember, there was a who someone was shot last week, right? Yeah, in the head. Yeah. Um, True Blood. They had uh, a silver thing as well. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I know decapitation. I just thought the yeah. shot in the head was just kind another of like form that. of decapitation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. But maybe not. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. This isn't my stuff. It's stuff I we got from the mm-hmm, fans mm-hmm. all week, and I compiled it. Um, I mean, I think that's pretty much all we found. We didn't find out that much new stuff tonight. I don't feel like no. They explained the blood not. virus more though. That she it was an I, actual virus, and that it's a disease, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of just kind of general vampirism, mm-hmm. right? Which is interesting because that does kind of go back to the whole rabies thing, which is where the whole folklore started. Right. Because mm-hmm. even that was the, because we were talking about the garlic, and that reminded me too, that's also rabies. I forgot to mention that, mm-hmm. is that strong smells, it heightens your olfactory mm-hmm. capability. So if you get rabies, that's how they would detract people, is by hanging garlic so that oh. anybody who had rabies wouldn't come because it would smell too strong and they wouldn't like it. That's oh, smart. Very nice. So it's really anything with a strong smell. Onions. Yeah. Yep. Onions would work. I don't know. Onions seems like that makes more sense than garlic. I don't Onions know. Onions have to be cut to, yeah. Smell, yeah. to smell. Garlic, you, you can just like rub Open. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it smells. So go to the stinking rose and you'll be safe <laughs> from rabies, which Perfect. is a real problem. <laughs> Perfect. Rabies is a real problem. <laughs> um, what else happened tonight in tonight's episode, you guys? I don't really think that... Storyline-wise, there was much more. I was going to say, there's a couple good Liz moments. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk to me. <laughs> yeah. I always love a good Liz moment. <laughs> well, I did love just that he takes care of everything for... Are we calling him a he? Sorry, I don't want to be... Liz Taylor? Yeah. Yeah, he's a man. Okay. <laughs> I just, well... <laughs> Liz sounds like a woman's name to me. I just loved I loved how he laid out John's suit and left the note. That was my favorite moment. That's oh, the yes. knock em dead note. Almost yeah. made it seem like that was really pushing for the serial killer thing. Right. Because it's like... Oh. You're at a meeting with a bunch of serial killers and right. your note is knock em dead. Right. It's like, all right... Okay, we get it. You're trying to push that direction. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like it, that is the direction. Like, that is the only thing to me it can be. But I could be wrong. I feel like it's going to be a twist. I it feel like has it's to too, be a twist. It's too easy. To be Not everything is going to be a twist. Four. I know, now I know, I know. But for it to be this... Because the Supreme... Think about Coven. We knew who the Supreme was pretty early on. And if you go back and look at it, mm-hmm. we had speculations, but we pretty much called it from the get-go. Right. So, and that, I mean, there were very, very obvious hints at it. There were also hints at it being other people, and it could have gone a couple directions at one point, and there was definitely episodes where they tried to throw you off a little bit, but the central storyline, I feel like, added up in the end. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. 
It's very true. I mean, that could be the other thing. You never know. They might just be pushing us in this direction for us to think, oh, it can't be that, it can't be that, and then it just is that. Mm -hmm. Right. That's what I think, is like we're overthinking it. We are overthinking it. Well, I'm the twist and that it's not (laughs) a twist. twist. Exactly. (sighs) We're hoping it's a red herring, but it's not. Oh, speaking of twists, that makes me think of Twisty Twisty. the Clown, which I loved that they had the actor John Carroll Lynch who played Twisty also last play season, played Gacy. Gacy. So yeah. he was a killer clown again, twice. twice. Yeah. And, interestingly enough, was also the prime suspect in the movie Zodiac, about the Zodiac killer. Oh. He was? Yeah. He was the main suspect. That. So he this role kind of tied all of his big roles together. Wow, that was, yeah. that's great. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yes. Okay, thank the you. The Jake Gyllenhaal Zodiac. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay, thank you. I was... <laughs> Thinking of other things. I just <laughs> love when they have little Easter eggs like that. Yeah, it was. they are fun. I thought I did think it was brilliant that they didn't show the Zodiac's face because he is the only one yes. of those who hasn't been caught. And he mm-hmm. only spoke the one time. He said he got tired of writing letters or something like that. Mm-hmm. He spoke when he first walked in, and that was it. And that was the only time he said anything. So he's the only one who hasn't been caught. Yeah. Um. I guess he's presumed dead at this point. Right. I mean, yeah. it's been how many years? He can still be alive. He could, te- he could definitely still be alive. Yeah. 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 But you? It's David. Our purposes yeah. on the show, it works out he's great. dead because yeah. he has to be to be at the party. Exactly. Right. <laughs> um, but that was our episode, yeah. guys. Um, does anyone have any news and gossip for this week? I no. don't. I want to apologize have... for last week. We didn't give you guys a spoiler alert um, when we were talking about our news and gossip, so sorry if we destroyed your dreams. Of what? About talking about Lady Gaga. Spoiler alert if you don't want <laughs> to listen to this. Don't listen spoiler to this alert. now. Um, but this is really I did not intense. know that we had that. Give you that guys was awesome. awesome. A second to either turn off your your audio <laughs> devices or skip forward on the YouTube. Um, but when we talked about Lady Gaga right. showing up to the murder house. Oh. So, apologizing yeah. for that for last week. Anything for this week? I don't really have any news or gossip. I just like that they always have Lily Rape's character dance. Because... Because Lily Rape is awesome. Yeah. Oh gosh, I didn't but even Eileen say it. Didn't, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. I didn't song. even say it. The song. I. This might just be a me thing, but the song that they played when they were all dancing was "Sweet Jane," and it is in Natural Born Killers. And I don't know. I thought that was a genius, like the little Easter egg thing. It was mm-hmm. such a cool, fun little thing for me personally. I. And she was dancing like her character in Coven. So it was kind of a cool. (laughs) It's just the way she dances. That might be. (laughs) She is so good. She was amazing. And oh my gosh, she was giving Charlize Theron a run for her money. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's a hard, hard act to follow. Yes. Hard act to follow. And she did a wonderful job. Um, So let's jump into predictions. Ooh. And now. We're gonna start with Pagan. Okay. So (laughs) Alex is now turned. Yeah. Yeah, she's turned now Um, for what? I think that she is gonna somehow (laughs) go to John and John's gonna figure out 
the truth. Like, that's going to be what's going to really open his eyes up to what's happening. Okay. He's yeah. going to realize he's the killer. <laughs> no. Alex is turning. Well, just with everybody being ghosts and that right. whole hotel and just the truth of the hotel, I think, is going to come through Alex. And okay. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd like to see that. I think a lot is going to hinge I care about on together. Alex. Yeah. Totally. I think now that we're seeing the Countess with Alex, I think it's going to backfire, though, because, Ooh. again, spoiler from last week that she was not turned in 1904, was born in 1904 right. and was turned later. And we have That's some it. insight into perhaps a baby being involved. I think that her weakness, her seeing that Alex's weakness is that she would sacrifice anything for her child. Mm-hmm. I think she's playing that to her advantage. But I think that's going to end up biting her in the bottom because I think that Alex is going to find some leverage and will potentially team up with Ramona and take down the Countess using her kids against her. Ooh. I forgot Ramona. Yeah, Ramona's all about getting rid of them babies. And so I feel like Alex would team up with Ramona to save Holden and sacrifice the other three babies to hurt the Countess but keep her own safe. Yikes. I wonder if we're going to find huh. out who the mommies of those other babies are. Ooh. I know. Do you have any predictions? Um, I was just going to say, I am glad that we get to see the other characters next week, it looks like. I know the problem with having such a big cast and all that is we don't get to see them all, but I really felt a lot of them, that I really felt a void this week without everybody else like I was like where are, where is everybody does mm-hmm. the hotel clear out on devil's night devil's night, night. I mean, clearly it did it did or they so were all busy they were all busy doing other things I don't know they but all have their own serial killer dinners <laughs> it looks like they're all back next week so table's only so big I'm excited about that but that I don't really, that's not a prediction at all. But no, it's not. Just, that's fine. Yeah. Because I don't really have a prediction either because I'm with you. I'm excited to see uh, where Donovan is going to be going with right. Ramona and his newly turned mama. I mean, oh we've got a lot God. of newbie yeah. vampires. Yeah. Like, and we're seeing a lot more of the mom parallel, which was weird because the killings, the Wineville killings, mm-hmm. was a guy with the assistance of his mom. Right. As they were, he was the serial killer, but his mom helped him cover it up, and so we had references to that. So we're getting a lot of these mom, mom yeah, hey. lots of mom issues, <laughs> but like bad moms, yeah, right, yeah. Right, very right. mother dearest moms, not yeah. like no, no wire hangers moms, not love you. Maybe it's because it's usually dads get a bad rap, you know, you overall and yeah, like, that is true. It is so. This is like the more taboo yeah. version yeah. of yeah. Equal Dad, opportunity. Either parent could be yeah. awful. Yeah, Sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, I like that theory. I think yeah. it's good. Yeah. Um, cool. So I want to do quick oh, shout-outs yeah. before we go tonight. Um, on Twitter, John tweets NYC. David F. Baldwin won. HK Pictures. David Eastman um, we love all the stuff you send we us. We love all the stuff yes. that you send us, guys. It's really, really wonderful. It really helps us out. We love having conversations with you guys throughout the week. So please yeah. feel free to hit us up on social media. So where can they find you guys, Pega? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, everywhere, at Pegarad. <laughs> 
You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan, spelled A-L-A-N-A, because why not? And on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. I'm on Twitter at Sarah on the go, Sarah with an H, and on Instagram at SarahBear627. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at you can call me Skiff, that's the letter U, and S-K-I-F. F from everyone here at the AfterBuzz TV studios. We want to say thank you for joining us, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.